there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. BatSecretMedia.com Gamers, welcome to the Secret Levels Podcast. On this week's episode, we motherfucking primal rage. I'm player one, Diablo Toby. I am player two, Worshipper Goobs. This is a retro video game review show where we go over one game per episode. We go over the history, the story, some gameplay, some fun facts, and then... We go right into the rage meter. Do you want to grab a giant dinosaur bone and shove it up your ass and pretend it's a pogo? And jump <laughs> up and down as much as fast as you can? Good grief. No that's, lube. That's, that's rageful. Re- yeah, that's repeated rage. Nothing like a fucking pogo bone. <laughs> uh, after we rage and pogo bone, uh, we like to settle down and give a overall rating from 1 to 10 to let you know if we thought this game is worth playing why one to ten goobs because we are simple folk toby we are simple folk that happen to be thick boys the thickest of boys the thickest of boys goobs we are in the middle of our themed month hell yeah we are this is new year new challengers here comes a new challenger And every game this month is going to be a fighting game. Yeah, we're going to kick some ass and take some names. That's right. And we are going to continue that with the game that we picked today. What did we pick today, Goobs? We picked Primal Rage. Oh, do you have much experience with this game? I have a little bit of experience. Me too. I used to play it a little bit when I was a kid. Uh, I was never good at it. And as an adult, now that we've played it, I understand (laughs) why I wasn't good at it. Yeah, there's a little bit of a learning curve we'll talk about. Right. I did play it a lot in the arcade. We had a little arcade in our blockbuster. Uh, It had Mortal Kombat 3 and it had Primal Rage and there was something else, but I never played that. So I, I used to play this while my mom was walking around looking for movies and stuff to rent. So I got I got a little experience with it, but so much has been answered in this playthrough. So uh, it'll be real interesting to talk about, I think. Well, why don't we just jump right into the deets, Toby? Toby? 
This game was released on August 1995. It was developed by Atari Games and published by Time Warner Interactive on home consoles. We played the Super Nintendo version. Now you're playing with power, superpower. But this game started off as an arcade game, and it was ported to the 3DO, Atari Jaguar CD, Game Boy, Game Gear, MS-DOS, PlayStation, the Sega Genesis, the Sega Saturn, the Sega 32X, and there's something else. I just can't remember the name the of The motherfucking that. Amiga! The Amiga computer. What can it do? Well, what do you want it to do? I need some more. The Amiga. They all got ports. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Every time you go into a big, long list, I'm like, it's coming. <laughs> uh, now, this is a single or two-player fighting game. And, Goobs, there is a little bit of a story. Fuck yeah, let's beat our chest and get right into story time with Toby. Millions of years ago, a great wizard from a parallel dimension realized the gods that walked among the Earth would one day pose a threat to itself and possibly the galaxy. He had to destroy the balance of these godlike creatures, but lacking the power to kill them outright, he was able to have one banished to an isolated rock tomb in the center of the moon. To the moon! This threw off the balance of power on Earth and caused a volcano to erupt and send the gods into a suspended animation. Fuck, is this where Rita Repulsa lives? <laughs> is this where all the monsters come from? Maybe, maybe. It's a good, uh, good way to tie it together. It's been millions of years, and a meteor collides with Earth and rearranges the continents. The destruction of cities and all technology have been wiped. The humans that did survive now must bow to their new gods as they emerge once again to reclaim... Earth? With a U? <laughs> they spell it differently now, but it's still... Yorth. Yorth? <laughs> With these gods awake, it's time to find out who the mightiest god is as they rage. Yeah, interesting story. Yeah. When they, they hit the earth, though, it turned all the continents to a giant fucking dinosaur bone. <laughs> it looks like a T-Rex skull. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's all fancy different colors. A single run uh, through this game should take about 30 minutes or less. Speedrun.com has a record set by the Nairby, N-A-Y-R-B, <laughs> of 2 minutes, 29 seconds on the Super Nintendo as Chaos. Yeah, I watched a couple of speedruns. They, they fucking just fly right through it. Uh, they cheese a lot. Oh, yeah. No cheese. <laughs> we'll talk about no cheese in a little while. Uh, speaking of, you want to go ahead and talk about this gameplay and get real into it? Yeah, why not? Let's grab a slice of cheese and get right into the gameplay. Okie dokie. So the D-pad is your controller. Up makes you jump. Down makes you crouch. Left and right move you in those directions. Here is the first complaint I'm going to have. Because in the manual, <laughs> in the manual, they decided to rename all of the buttons to make it difficult. So... Y is 1, X is 2, B is 3, and A is 4. <laughs> so like if you, try no to, sense. if you try to look up, and they to make things worse, uh, they, they also rename the directional buttons. So T means toward, up means up, down means down, and A means away. <laughs> so all games, you know, usually go by forward, back. 
down up. Hey there, Jeff. How are you going to make this game different? Well, you know, I'm going to fuck with everything completely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change the button layout and forward and backwards. Yeah, we're just we we are going to be so different. We call it unique. Why <laughs> is uh, the upper quick attack, and and this is basically your high attack. X is your upper fierce attack, so it's just a stronger high attack. B is your lower quick attack, and A is your lower fierce attack. <sighs> it's it's confusing. And L O R are just the same thing. Yeah, uh, I think it's just A and B. For, I don't I don't remember, but yeah, you, you can use the shoulder buttons for fear. I don't know, whatever. They're they're nothing different. To pull off some of the special attacks, you actually have to hold the lettered buttons first before you use the directional pad. So you might, for instance, hold X and Y, which would also be button one and two. Yeah, here's Jeff again in the the pitch office. You know how all these other fighting games do it all the same? We're going to do it fucking backwards. <laughs> so, yeah, like if you were We're trying to hold do the buttons first, then do the directional commands. <laughs> so, like, let's just say you were going to do a, a Hadoken motion. So down quarter circle forward, low punch or high punch or whatever. Uh, this would be you hold down low punch first and then you do down quarter circle forward. <laughs> to do a Hodoken. That's how it would work on this. But they made it even more difficult than that because usually you're cr- you're cramming down one or two buttons at the same time. Most of the time you're holding down two buttons. Yeah, and there's even some cases where you're holding down three buttons and you have to make your fingers be contortionist and like br- you have to break your fingers and like move <laughs> it's like break your fingers. Oh, it's so we- I don't know what they were thinking with with the commands on this yeah, they're trying to be competitive in a, a highly big field yeah yeah a, a field full of games that are very especially much in the alike. 90s there's so many fucking fighting games at the arcade yeah so when you start the game it gives you three options on the main menu you've got your start your options and your credits so if you go to start first uh this gives you the one player game which is basically your gauntlet style going through all the enemies then you've got the one player training (sighs) did you do one player training no i did not it's stupid it's just an exhibition match one-on-one exhibition match and then after you do it like you get to select who you want to fight after you fight them if you win or lose it kicks you back out to the main menu (laughs) so you might as well just play the game We don't need training, Toby. We're fucking professionals. (laughs) Right. Then you've got the two-player game, which is obvious. You can fight a friend or a foe, who whatever you want to call the person that you're playing with. (laughs) You can you can fight (laughs) them. Really hate you. You Want to play video games? (laughs) That's how it happens, right? Uh, And then there's also the two-player handicap, which this can uh, basically you can set your health to fifty percent to one hundred and fifty percent. So. You could really cripple yourself or give your friend or yourself more health. Or you can just max it out to 150% for both of you so you fight longer. And just smash. If you go to options, you can change your credits 
on that. So your your continues, basically. You can change it from 1 to 10. Then you can also change the round timer from 30 seconds to 80 seconds with it bumping up every 5 seconds. So you can set it to like 35 seconds, 40 seconds, 45 seconds. And you can do that all the way up to 80. And you can do rounds, either 1 or 3. And <sighs> what is it with fucking these fighting games and their difficulty settings? Oh, this one especially. I think Power Rangers last week was 1 to 8 or something like that. Yeah. This one's 1 to 16. <laughs> like That's a... Man, you know what's harder than 10? What, Jeff? 16. <laughs> what was that uh, Ninja Turtle tor- tournament fighter on Super Nintendo we played? Wasn't there... It was like 17 or something really I fucking... I believe so, yeah. 13 it's, or... It's like, why? Just make it 10. Just, Just yeah. make a fucking spinal tap. You don't need to go to 11. <laughs> Be simple. Be thick. Go to go yeah. 10. <laughs> Go to five so we can count there. Yeah, right. So um, I thought this was a nice touch. I don't know why anyone playing this game would do it, but you can turn off the gore so you don't see any of the blood and stuff. You can also reset the high score and you can do a factory reset to default. There's also a sound test, which you know I love. You hear all the roars. All the <laughs> all the punchy noises. And you can modify your controls, so you can actually change... If you want to make things more complicated, (laughs) you can change the buttons from the numbers, whatever. Yeah, go ahead. Do it. Do it. Do it. The last thing on the main menu is the credits, which this is just a credit roll for the devs. Kind of weird that it's there, but, you know. Let's go back to the one-player game mode. This is the story mode. When you actually play the game, you have a health meter, and this this is really cool. The health meter is represented by a beating heart with a large artery coming out of it. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. And it's beating the whole time. Like I, th- I don't know if it just beats when you get hit, but every once in a while, like they'll beat up in the corners. It goes faster, too, when you're close to death. So, from what I understand, I guess it's when your blood is out of your artery... Your heart explodes. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens, right? Yeah, and it's it's pretty gruesome. Like the heart like blows up real big. It's uh, it's real bloody and nice. Oh fuck! You gotta get the Mortal Kombat blood, man. Get the right. Mortal Kombat money. Under that, you have a brain with a small brain stem coming off of it. From the best of my knowledge, this is basically like a dizzy meter. So if you get beat up enough to where it drains that meter, it makes your opponent where they, you know, they do the dizzy thing like in Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. Well, this one, your brain goes like, goes fucking mental. (laughs) And, you know, obviously your opponent has the upper hand because they can have their way with you. It's fucking exploding. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Talk about mind blown. Yeah, they'll have their way with you for a moment. You can you can use the D-pad and try to like move back and forth and shake out of it, but uh yeah, you're you're going to get fucked with for a little bit. Yeah. And in the middle, you've got your time for the characters. Whatever you set the time as, that's your countdown timer and your names are underneath your health. I found the time went fucking fast in this game no matter what time you put on there. It it did seem really weird and quick. So that did not feel like 60 seconds. You can also do uh, somewhat of combos. Yeah, there's a combo tracker on there, but it's uh, I found them hard to pull off. It's possible. 
Oh, yeah, I, I got like five or six off at a time. See, I was about to say I got like four or five. I think that's the highest I saw. And it may have not even been me. It may have been me getting hit four or five times. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's really neat, though, because if you do pull off combos, you get more worshippers that come out. So in the background, you'll see these little people running around. And when you move, they'll kind of scatter like in your same area. They can also end up on the play field. And you can munch them. Yeah, you can bat them around. You can hit them with your tail or, or kick them or whatever, and they'll fly up in the air. And you can actually, like, ping pong them back and forth to each other. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I remember that being the big feature in this game, that you can eat the little people. Right, yeah. And I, I think it gives you health during a normal match when when you're yeah, fighting. It gives you a tick or two. Yeah, it's not, it's not a big advantage, but it's something to... Hey, it could be dire strikes, man. If you got fucking just a few left, right? Few health, just eat one of your worshippers. That's what they're there for. <laughs> That's all they're there for. We are meat food. Now, you can only beat this game and get the proper ending if you're on difficulty seven or higher. So, do not try to beat this game any lower because it will kick you out after you beat the last enemy. If you do play on seven or higher, after you beat all seven characters, if you're on that seven or higher difficulty, it will take you to a mini game where you can eat all the worshippers to regain your health. Because that last level, you will not be able to uh, continue with full health like you normally do. And this sucks because this is a gauntlet. Yeah, it is. It's fucking brutal. You have to fight all seven characters again and beat them to get the ending. There is no boss in this game, which is very bizarre. Yeah, it is very weird. Let's uh, let's go through the characters. You got the list for the characters. Yeah, let's talk about these big fucking gruesome bad guys. Or good guys, depending on the way you look at it. I, I think there's th- three or four good guys, and then the other the rest of them are bad guys. And some of them are reskins of each other. Yeah. They're yeah. just uh, painted differently. Two of them, correct? Uh, see, I'm I'm not so sure if the two ape characters are exact. Uh, they're, they're close enough. They're close, but yeah. For the majority of it, we've got two different sets that are damn near repaints of each other. Okay, let's start off with uh, Armadon. He's also the god of life. AKA the protector of the ecosystem, tank boy based on Triceratops, Ankylosaurus, and Stegosaurus. So he's got like a spiky tail. He also has an electric attack. He's got spikes all over his fucking back too. He has this move where he kind of balls up and like all the spikes come out of, out of his back. So if you jump on him or get near him, you'll get pokied. You pokied, man. <laughs> and we might as well we'll throw the level design in here as well. Yeah. So he comes from the Domain of Hollows, a big underground chamber filled with stalactites. <laughs> <laughs> and that has a big uh, following here on this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and stalagmites, they're both in here. Oh, both of them. <laughs> we got both of them, the upper and lower. Don't ask me which. <laughs> uh, there are numerous cave openings with worshippers living inside of them. Cool. Who do we got next? We got Blizzard next, the god of good. Oh, nice. AKA the noble protector of evolution in Fahrenheit 451. 
That's a weird nickname. He's based on uh, Gorilla King Kong, pretty much. And he's uh, he's pretty much the sub-zero of this game. <laughs> yeah, he freezes stuff. He's got the freeze breath. And he has a really gnarly air throw. Like, if yeah. you can... He's got this... It's an anti-air attack, so if he you're jumping... He shuts you the fuck down. Oh, it's, it's really gnarly. Uh, I love doing it, though. Yeah. Just like, bam, bitch, get down on the fucking <laughs> ground. And you get down there, you smack him with your long fucking arms. Yeah, he's, so... He's got a huge reach. If you're uh, playing with someone that's uh, a little too jumpy, play play as Blizzard and fucking chunk their ass at the ground. Yeah. I threw it on the ground. <laughs> you think I'm stupid? Say I'm happy dumb. birthday to the ground. <laughs> I know one person's going to be pissing herself laughing. Happy. <laughs> happy. Happy shout outs to you, Jenny Bean. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying there, but that's that's what we get. Happy shoutouts. What's his level? His level is the cliff. It is an icy and mountainous area. There's a temple in the mountains to the right. The big mountain in the background has the faint pattern of an ape face. Hmm. And then who do we have next? Chaos. The god of decay. Fucking metal. This is his uh, counterpart. Yes. Blizzard's counterpart. The mighty techno witch doctor. That is fucking, that's a metal name too. <laughs> the techno, what was it? <laughs> the Mighty Techno Witch Doctor. Dude, that's our band name. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Bodily Function Man is his other name. Uh, yeah, he uses a lot of farts and pukes and stinky yes. stuff as his attacks. He's uh... He's pure chaos in the flesh. Yeah. <laughs> so his domain is the ruins. A strip of land near the wreckage of what was once Metropolis. A river flows in the background. A beached yacht lies to the left. A wonderful place if you want to go on vacation. <laughs> and up next, we got Diablo. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say this right here. Diablo was my favorite. I did like Blizzard a lot, but Diablo was my go-to. He's pretty dope. He's the god of evil. A.K.A. the evil flamethrower or extra toasty. Toasty. <laughs> Yeah, he uh, just pretty much, this is your fire guy. Your fire boy. <laughs> fire thick boy. Yeah, he's got like a, a Hadoken t- style attack where he spits a fireball at you. Yeah, pretty cool. He's uh, based on an Allosaurus, a relative of the T-Rex. Yeah, and this is uh, uh, the, the evil counterpart to the other T-Rex character. Yes, we'll talk about him next. Right after we talk about his domain, he lives in the Inferno, a rocky volcanic island created by geometric upheaval, ten times as great as that which which made the Hawaiian Islands. Hmm. Pyramids and stone sculptures lie among the active volcanoes and lava. There's just flowing rivers on here. It's pretty sick. Yeah. Up next, we got Sauron, the god of hunger, the carnivorous king of hunger, Ray, the ugly shape changer. On steroids. What the fuck are with these second nicknames? <laughs> Must be like a fan thing. Yeah. He's based on the fucking Transformers Rex. He was his stubby little arms. Yeah, he's he just pretty much just like straight up attacker. He has a good tail swap though. I like using the tails on the T Rexes. He has like an earthquake stomp and a scream attack. So yeah, all well, that fucking scream attack. He's more. <laughs> he's more of like. Um, 
uh, I want to say, what is it? Seismic? He's like a seismic attack. Seismic attacks with yeah. earthquakes and screams and stuff. So that's kind of cool. His domain is the cove, a sandy beach next to the ocean. A decaying temple, pretty much, lies in the background. And there's also surf. With big waves. Gnarly. Gnarly. Gnarly, dude. <laughs> <laughs> T-Rex surfing with his little hands. <laughs> I just want to see him wearing glasses. Like sunglasses. <laughs> Can't put them on. <laughs> I have a big head and small arms. I just don't know what to do. Or whatever they say in <laughs> Meet the Robins, Rob, Robins, Robinsons. Whatever that one Pixar-like movie is. Up next is the smallest competitor of the bunch, Talon, the god of survival. The protector of the innocent. The little bastard is his other nickname. <laughs> He's based on a velociraptor, pretty much. Right. And his domain is uh, the Strip, a grassy stretch of land. The number 49 is faintly visible in the ground at the center of the screen. A waterfall splashes off to the right. Well, watch out for that number 49. He's kind of like a luchador character to me. Like, he's really, like, flippy and uh, jumps around a lot. And he's got, like, some wicked claw attacks. He has, like, a spinning claw attack thing that he does. Yep. So and he uses his feet a lot, too. You can get right in there and just fuck people up. Yeah. Uh, Vertigo is our last monster we're going to talk about here. Our last god. Or, sorry, goddess. She's our first goddess of insanity. The mesmerizing sorceress is her nickname, and I am woman, hear me hiss. <laughs> Based on the King Cobra, a Celiosaurus, which is just like this pretty much like a long neck serpent kind of thing. Right. And her domain is the tomb. A grassy knoll with stonehenge like rock structures. Images of Vertigo's petrified enemies are visible in the leftmost stones. A full moon is in the sky. It's beautiful. Come here, get turned to hard rock. <laughs> get rock hard at Vertigo's lair. She was the one that was banished to the moon in the story arc. Yep. So her powers are like, she can teleport and she can spit venom. She's got a couple of things she can do, but those are the main two. Really? You know, these characters are very Pokemon-like. You know? <laughs> like, you got your fire one, you got your ice one, uh, you, your, your ice ape. Your you got your psychic. <laughs> yeah. Your earth. <laughs> your stinky uh, one. So, yeah, this is uh, very much Pokemon. <laughs> more violent, though. Much more violent. Uh, which character did you like, since I, I told you I like Blizzard and Diablo? Uh, Blizzard was a good choice for me. And I also did like Vertigo. Oh, see, I, you know what? I didn't play very much with Vertigo, uh, but I, I, I kept going back to Diablo and Blizzard. Yeah, Sauron, too. I played around with a bunch of them. As I was playing the game, I I originally thought, and even thought this as a kid, that Sauron or Blizzard were the main character. You know how like all fighting games have the, quote, main character? Like but Ryu it's, and Ken? Ryu and Ken. Uh, Sub-Zero you, Scorpion? Yeah, or Liu Kang. Every game has like the one that everyone assumes is the main character. So I always thought it was those two. But when you read the story, it almost sounds like it's Vertigo, since she was the one that was like banished to the moon. To the moon! I'll say this as many times as I can. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever read the manual, so I was really like, oh, shit. <laughs> this story's kind of out there, and you don't ever see this wizard 
that from that that's from another dimension. And uh, this is kind of pouring into fun facts a little bit, but the developers didn't have time to put the boss character in. What's what was that boss's name? The God of Death. There's no name. It's just like God of Death. I think it. I think it might have had a name. I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, they didn't have time for it. They had like sketches for this thing, but they didn't put it in there. And that's why Big you fucking all... bone dragon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's half the reason you just do a gauntlet battle instead of having having like a a, a boss battle. I got so pissed when I had to. I was like, okay, it's time for boss fight time because I beat all the fucking gods. Nope. <laughs> See, and you know, like, when you play the first Mortal Kombat game and you get to the very top and you have to fight, like, don't you have to fight two people? Like, you have to survive two people in a row and then, you you know, you move up uh, the ladder? Yeah. I thought it was going to be something similar to that. Like, oh, I got to go through this little gauntlet and then I get to fight the boss. And then I was like, oh, well, piss. Because I was never good enough as a kid to to get very far in this. Uh, especially once you find out that the buttons are completely f- fucking wacky. <laughs> Speaking of, let's talk about those right now. Well, so what do you think of the buttons in this? Buddy, <laughs> you know how we rock things here. We normally don't, well, myself personally, I know you do it sometimes as well. You don't really look into it too much. You just pick up the game and go. Right. And, okay... I, I consider myself like a a lover of fighting games. Yeah, me too. Me too. Even though I'm, I've learned over the years of this show that I am not as good as I think I am. At yeah, fighting no, games. I'm not the greatest, but I can hold my own. Right. Like if I'm in a tournament, I'm not placing first or twentieth, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll have at least a good round or two. Yeah. But um, yeah, when I was. Playing this, I'm trying to sit there, freaking going back and forth, doing all the motions that you know. Your muscle memory kicks in as soon as you start playing a fighting game. Always start with down, quarter circle, forward, button attack. That doesn't work, quarter circle back. If that doesn't work, you try a charge attack. If not, you try like back forward punch. Like You try all sorts of different combinations. Yes, sir. Or even try the more technical ones, like doing like a full circle and then whatever. You, you try a bunch of shit. Yeah. And nothing was working, and I'm like, what the fuck? So I, I beat the game with just basic attacks. <laughs> at first, I'm like, okay, I'm going to open up a, a manual here and look at it. Then I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> Up, down, fucking Toward towards away. away. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, so I, I started trying to master I'm like, they want you to fucking hold down the buttons? I know we talked about it before, but that's a big part of this game, and you're you're not figuring that out. No. There's no fucking way. And if you say, oh yeah, I figured it out first time on my own, you're a fucking liar. I I agree because this is if you've played fighting games in the past, you're you're trained already. We we're, we're trained to do the directional pad first and then it's like riding a, a fucking a bicycle. Yeah. You never forget. Right. You you at least ha- you can pick up almost any fighting game and have somewhat of a chance because you, you kind of know the basics. Like, all right, I know there might be a back back low punch or you know back four. You know, like we said, but this one is just not. I want to say it's not natural, but like video games, not natural. <laughs> Playing video games is not natural. So even button mashing, you're not going to do anything. 
Right? Sometimes if you're button mashing, you'll bust out a couple moves. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This one's... Whew, this one hurt me. This one hurt I me to play. I myself just holding down buttons sometimes and just spinning around the fucking directions and then something <laughs> would happen. <laughs> See, my experience this time around was, again, I, I went into it cold, played it for an hour, and I wasn't getting any of the moves to work, like these special moves that I was seeing the opponents do to me. I was like, son of a bitch. So I finally looked up the manual, which obviously that pissed me off because I was like, buttons one, two, three, and four? Why? Why change the fucking, it's A, B, uh, A, B, X, Y. Just leave it. Leave it alone. Yeah, very confusing. Very difficult to pull off, especially when you have to hold down three buttons and your fingers are all like... You have to skip everything but the B. Using your fucking tongue. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You got your fucking foot foot perch. Your foot perch. Blah. You got your foot perch perched up. It's like using your toes as well. Come on. Fucker. Yeah. <laughs> you almost need a second person to be like, "Hey, hold down X for me while I hold these other two buttons down." <laughs> hey, honey. <laughs> uh, well, what did you think of the music in this game? Uh. I didn't think it was the greatest, to be honest with you. I thought it fit the game. I I, I thought it kind of bland. Like, it, it, it fell flat. Like I didn't have like the oomph, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It, they were they were really going for like a tribe kind of like with the the oh you know there's a lot of like. There's a lot of voiceovers in yeah, the that songs. Yeah, stuff is fine. It's just that the music didn't have that impact for me. <sighs> it, it wasn't bad. I honestly felt like it was more like yoga or meditation music. <laughs> well, it's like, hard to hear over the... Yeah. Yeah, the music... Ah, It's just... It fits the game. Like It fits the aesthetic of the game. This is not anything that I feel like I would ever be like, all right, what am I going to listen to? Oh, the Primal Rage soundtrack. Negative. Not going to do it. It just doesn't sound very good. I, like I said, the voice clips that are in it that are making like the, I don't even, the chanting noises. They're not bad. It's just boring. It's boring. Is that fair? Yeah. It's ominous like it's very like spooky for you know in a post-apocalyptic world but it's just not good for a fighting game no so other people may beg to differ uh, that is our opinions yes now graphics how did you feel about the graphics in this a little muddy like the backgrounds and stuff like you can see what's going on yeah but it was a little uh muddy the character sprites were fine that, that claymation. Right. Or like stop motion or whatever. Yeah. Like that's fine. That stuff, it like doesn't really hold up too well, but you can see what your character is doing at all times. You can tell the detail they put into it. And plus, it looks a lot better on the arcade than it does on the Super Nintendo. Oh, it looks beautiful on the arcade. Like it really is something to, to look at and be amazed by. Uh, this one, it, it still looks good. I don't want to say it looks bad, but... Oh, no, it's not bad. It's just like there's a layer of, like, butter on everything. 
Yeah, the backgrounds, they, they did get real muddied for some reason. But the sprites, yeah, I, I agree. The sprites are fine. They're they're big enough, and the uh, the, the people... Yeah, the which, little followers. Yeah, the, the, the worshippers, or whatever you want to call them, they, they, uh, they look fine, but they are really muddy just because of how small they are. But they're supposed to be small, so it's kind of... Well, they could be muddy too because they go up dinosaurs' butts sometimes. <laughs> that, yeah, that's true. They, and well, if you sit down on one by accident, right? Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah, uh, graphics are there, but I do like the sprites. I really enjoyed the sprites of the characters, uh, and I found out that there was a lot of work that went into the uh, making of those sprites. We'll talk about it later. Hey, Toby man. Yeah, dude. Fucking, have I shown you my dinosaur bone? Don't uh, worry, I'm not going to pogo bone. Uh, okay, I was about to say, like, what have you been doing with that bone? But No, I, I didn't even know you had a bone. Fucking raptor claw, bro. Oh, cool. Kind of like Jurassic Park. Yeah, I might have shown it to you before. Thinking about it now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to run off and go grab it, buddy. Well, I'm going to, like, try to slice your tummy with it. Well, I don't know if I'd like that, but I would like to see this this raptor claw. Okay, man, I'm going to try to dig it up. While he's gone, luckily, I did some research last week on this game and found out that there was some toys, and I actually ordered some of them, and uh, I guess one one of the packages just got here a little while ago. And I haven't even got a chance to open it. I've just been recording, so let's uh, open this box. Uh, oh. Well, that doesn't look like one of the action figures from the game. It's like, it's blue, and it's in the, looks kind of like a genie character. Ah, wait a minute, you fucker. Get out of here with that shit. I'm not going to fall for that. You know what? I'm good. I'm just going to, I got a a can of Bud Light right here. I'm going to just pop this open and take a sip of it. It says blue light. Weird. I guess they changed their... Whatever. I'm going to crack this open. All right. Just get me a little drink while I'm waiting on Goob. Ooh. Ooh. What? How do I taste? Ooh. Uh, what? No! No, you're in the dark. No! You followed my plan all along. Oh, you like my decoy? Ooh. No, what? That was way too much. What? You know what? I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Maybe you can give me a uh, cheat for the game that I played. I played some Primal Rage for the Super Nintendo. Yes. The gods, the mighty gods. I've killed them all. Ooh. You killed them? That's our secret. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Uh, yes, well, cheats. Ooh, yeah, cheats. I'll give you one now. Okay. Ooh, at the main menu press. Left, left. Ooh, right, right. Ooh. Okay. Left, left. Ooh. Right, right, right. Ooh. Right, right, left, right. right. Ooh. To make a cheat option appear. Ooh. What? Special little option screen just for you, Toby. Ooh. So, like, is there a bunch of good cheats in there? Like, what's in that? Is it is it worth doing? Probably not. Ooh. <sighs> You know what? I'm just going to go check it out for myself, but I don't want you hanging around being my drinks or trying to trick me with action figures. You know what? 
take your blue ass tail. No, take your blue ass tail and get out of here. Ooh, off I go rolling away. See ya, you fucking jerk. Gosh, he's always leaving a bad taste in my mouth. I just, I thought I was getting my action figures, and then he had to fucking ruin everything by showing up and just Raptor attack. Uh, Oh, hey, dude, be careful with that thing. Huzzah! Shit! Fuck, I dropped and broke it. Oh, that's a shame. Well, let me cheer you up. You want to hear some fun facts? Let's have a fun fact to Toby. Pling! It's time to play the game show. Oh, buddy, you know what game show it is. Hell yeah, I do. This is... How much is this game? This game show, Goobs. That's me. He's going to try to guess the price of this game. He's got the $5 window. Show the tall hands. To try to get the right price. Goobs, are you ready? I think I am. All right, little engine that could. Here we go. Choo-choo, motherfucker. Good luck. All right, we are going to start off with a loose Super Nintendo cartridge. How much do you think that bad boy goes for? Keep going in the teens. I think I feel right there. I'm going to go with 18. 18. Well, buddy, with the $5 window, you got it, because it goes for $14. Shit, yeah. So, you get the sound effect. All right, now complete in box. You get the box, you get the manual, and you get the game cartridge. How much do you think this package deal goes for? Well, let's say $37. 37 You were close. It goes for $60. <laughs> you fucking dick. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I wanted to go ahead, because we're probably not going to come back and play the Genesis version. Um, from what I can tell and what Never say like, never in wrestling and video games. <laughs> well, we're going to go ahead and do the loose price of a Sega Genesis cartridge. How much do you think that goes for? 13 bucks. Ooh, you're within the $5 window. It goes for $9. You get the sound effect. Complete in box for Sega Genesis. Uh, there is a hard case and a cardboard box, and they're about the same. So what do you think that is? Um, oh, I'm going to go with 29 Damn, you were just barely in the $5 window, because it's going for $24, and you get the sound effect. Fuck, man, three out of four ain't bad. Yeah. So, um... I've got the other versions, and we're just we're just gonna. I want which one do you think is the most expensive? The Game Jaguar, Gear. Sega Saturn, 3DO, PlayStation Long Box, the 32X, and that's just a loose 32X. I didn't care about completing box or PlayStation Small Box. I don't know why like, it's a Game Gear, but I'm gonna go with 32X. 32X. That no, one is the CD. CD. Sega CD. Sega CD? Uh, Se- uh, Sega Saturn? Yes. Sega Saturn is going for $130. That one is not the highest. Oh, shit. The highest is the Jaguar. It's going for 170 
The 3DO is going for 82, the PlayStation Longbox goes for 77, the 32X version goes for 52, and the PlayStation 1 in the small jewel case is going for 48. That's all the prices. <laughs> so we don't ever have to cover these again, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> okay, so when I was doing my research, I was like, oh, that's very weird that Atari made this game, you know? Because uh, they have the Jaguar. Why would they put it on other consoles? So I did a little digging, and I found out that the company Atari Games that developed this game, is it has nothing to do with actual Atari. It is like a sub-company that got sold off from Atari in 1984. So Atari Games was like their coin-op, so like arcade machines uh, originally. And they sold and became Midway Games West. And I do believe that Warner Brothers owns everything under Midway right now. So I think right now, uh, yeah, that Midway has the rights to Primal Rage. So I've actually got a small clip I was going to play from Jason Leong. I don't know how to say his last name. L-E-O-N-G. So uh, I'm going to play this little clip of him uh, talking about how he and another employee had the same idea for the concept of this game. And uh, they kind of talk about it. Well, let's see. I had had this idea for this T-Rex battle game. No, no, no. I really wanted to do this dinosaur fighting game. That's right. Um, We both had the same idea at the same time, strangely enough. And uh, Jason brought it to the brainstorming session that year, and everybody thought it was killer. I remember we really wanted to use stop-motion animation for these dinosaurs, like Ray Harryhausen, but this had never been done before. Now, Jason did the sketches for the fighters that were used for the models, and the model maker was Dan Platt. He used clay and stuff to to mold these but they also had like a metal skeleton on the inside yeah so they a wireframe yeah a wireframe to actually move them and this is for the arcade but every character they did stop motion animation to bring the monsters alive and they used 400 frames for each one so 400 <laughs> pictures that is insane uh obviously once it got ported to consoles and stuff that couldn't handle that kind of uh couldn't handle the size of that kind of game they made it fit on super nintendo and sega is what i'm trying to say yep the arcade was originally released august 1994 the game actually had two variant cabinets the first one was a standard 25 inch cabinet while the other was a deluxe 33 inch cabinet and that 33 inch cabinet looks pretty awesome yeah it's badass I've only ever played the standard one. I didn't know that there was a second, uh, bigger Mine screen. had the big one. Really? That's cool. So one of the promotional events to help promote the home console version was a National Primal Rage video game tournament at Six Flags Over Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Were you in it? No. That would have been sweet, though. Now... <sighs> I thought this was interesting. The devs found out that the most used character were Blizzard and Chaos in the arcade versions. And they think it's because they were more human-like, you know, not having to do, like, tail swipes or whatever. Kind of like all the other fighting games. Oh, I forgot to say. That Six Flags event uh, happened October 1995. It's pretty cool they had a whole event. The senior producer, Ken Humphreys, 
has said that the Saturn version got lost in the shuffle due to trying to make the other versions compatible for their uh, for their consoles that they were going to be released on. And to keep a solid frame rate, the team had to lower from the usual 60 hertz to 30 hertz. So they actually had to cripple the Saturn version. But from what it sounds like, the Saturn version might be the version to play. Like, if you're going to have to play one of the console versions... I, I'm not 100% sure, but that one seemed like it was as close to the arcade as possible. Yeah, that's probably the best way to go. There was supposed to be a Sega CD32X version and a Mac OS port, but those were never completed or released. You can play the original arcade version on the Midway Arcade Treasures 2 for GameCube, PlayStation 2, and Xbox. The Game Boy version is missing Vertigo and some of the moves in the game. And obviously, it's got way downgraded visuals. The Game Gear is the same game on as the Game Boy one, but with color. So if you're going to play one of those two, I guess the Game Gear version is the one that's not as bad. <laughs> this is really interesting. So the Genesis port. That port is based off of the 1.7 version of the arcade game. So that means it's missing some of the special moves. It's missing some of the fatalities. I think some of the balancing's a little different, which they corrected all that by version 2.3. Yeah, that's one thing we forgot to talk about. It's the fatalities. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did forget about the fatalities. Well, it's because they're fucking hard to pull off. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, each character does have their own fatalities and stuff. They have a couple each, actually. Yeah, and, and some of them are really, really cool. Some of them are just like, ah, bite you in blood. Yeah. And others will like disintegrate them with fire or just pretty much they're attacking each other just even more brutally. Yeah. Not as interesting as the Mortal Kombat fatalities. Right. So apparently on Sega Channel, you know, Sega Channel was like the online Sega thing at the time. You got to play a different version than the one that was actually released. And apparently you could win prizes from somehow. I don't know how the prizes worked, but you could win prizes. The Super Nintendo port has more detailed visuals compared to the Genesis. MS-DOS is a pretty faithful conversion of the original arcade. I know I said the Saturn was, the to me, looked more complete, but apparently the MS-DOS is the the... Closest, closest. The 3DO port had a pre-rendered intro, full motion sequence, but had similar sprites compared to the other versions. The 32X improved on the visuals from the Genesis version. PlayStation apparently had long, long loading times and fewer frames of animation. So PlayStation might be the worst disc one, it sounds like. I'm not 100% sure on that. Yeah, I was watching a bit of... Uh... Like a little gameplay of it, and yeah, those loading times are atrocious. Yeah, I can imagine. The Amiga had visuals that were similar to the Genesis, but only one button is used during the gameplay. Sweet. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck that works, but Just sure. Just hold it down and spin the control in circles, bud. Yeah. So... You know, we mostly deal with cartridge kind of base games for the most part. I figured a comparison from Sega to Super Nintendo would be in order. So the Super Nintendo version is brighter. All the characters look exactly the same on both versions. The backgrounds are pretty similar, 
But I did notice in the Sega version, like if there was like a body of water or flowing water, there was movement on the Sega backgrounds. So I think the Sega backgrounds look a lot better, even though the Super Nintendo, I feel like, looks better just because it's brighter and it's not dark. Some of the skies are different colors in the backgrounds, too, which that's not that big of a deal. Yeah, after trying both, the Super Nintendo definitely stands out over the Sega Genesis, hands down. Yeah. The endings are slightly different, and I mean very slightly. Like There's there's a couple of different things that are in a different order, uh, but it's still just text at the end and the dinosaur dancing around a little bit with its worshippers. The people actually make noises when you hit them on the Sega version, but overall, I think the the Super Nintendo music's a little better. It just it's better. Like I was saying a minute ago, that Sega was based off that that old version. The Super Nintendo was based off the two point three version, which had all the moves and had all the fatalities. But Sega has a different mini game where it's like a bowling mini game. <laughs> oh yeah, and, I remember playing that back yeah, in the day. You, I think you can only get to that in the cheat menu, which Super Nintendo doesn't have that bowling minigame. And also the Super Nintendo Chaos. <laughs> Chaos has the fatality where he pisses on you with his acid piss. <laughs> yep. If you try to do that fatality in the Super Nintendo, a big X... Hero was saying before the fatalities aren't anything special. I clearly forgot about this one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it basically doesn't allow you to do it, and it gives you like the the no sign at the very top, and it's censored, and he just beats his chest and <laughs> walks off. Speaking now, of no signs. Oh, yeah, we forgot to talk about the cheese sign. Elusive cheese. So I was sitting playing, I was talking to Toby, we're on Discord talking to our family on there, and uh, just shooting the shit, and I'm just, I'm like, I'm going to see if I can beat this game just with spamming one button. So I proceed to do so, and I'm doing a lot of damage, and then all of a sudden, I look at the top of the screen, there's a piece of uh, cheese with, like, the the No logo, like the Ghostbusters logo, like, no. (laughs) So it's like, stop cheesing. (laughs) And I've never seen that before in a game. It it got me laughing. It popped me hard. Yeah, after he told me about it, I had to pick up the game again and and go do it myself just just to see it. So, yeah, if you use the same buttons over and over... It'll call you out on your shit. Which, <laughs> Which is fucking hilarious. No, that's awesome. Think of being a kid when you're like, you're using the same move. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Like, all the arguments you had with your friends about, like, you're fucking, you're cheating, you're cheating. Or your loved ones. I'm looking <laughs> at you, Jenny Bean. <laughs> <laughs> you could clearly see the cheese sign and be like, see, you're cheesing, you're cheesing. Yeah, <laughs> that's the first time I've ever seen anything like that. Yeah. Now, this is pretty cool. This is a fun story. There are some controversies with this game. You know, Mortal Kombat had some big controversies back in the day, and Primal Rage was, you know, obviously kind of a Mortal Kombat clone. It did not escape its own controversies. In 1996, Ellie Rovella from Gilbert... Arizona started raising hell after her 11-year-old son bought the Genesis version from a Best Buy and pulled off Chaos's golden shower fatality. <laughs> this caused Best Buy to pull the game from 251 stores nationwide. Oh, shit. Now, the argument was the game was rated T for teen and should have never been able to be purchased by this little 11-year-old, right? Yep. 
So at one point, they resubmitted the game to the ESRB, which is the rating system for video games, but nothing was found that would be like a mature rating or the adults-only rating. So no M, no AO, and they actually rated it teen again. So Best Buy ended up picking up the game again and putting it back up on shelves, except for the Sega Genesis version, unless they would put an M rating on it for mature. You couldn't buy this the Sega Genesis version from Best Buy at one point, but you could buy all the other ones. And they all can, besides the Super Nintendo, they all have the same gore and fatalities. That's the only one that was censored was the Super, Super Nintendo. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. And fuck, fuck that kid for being able to do that move. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back at stuff like that, like Sega just always got dealt shitty hands when it came to stuff like that, you know? Hey, they're pushing the boundaries, right? <sighs> I guess. So. In 1996, the American International Toy Fair, they showed off seven five-inch action figures of the characters that would be bundled with items like lava rocks and tiny humans. <laughs> so you could actually buy the seven characters from this game. They are six figures. They are cool. They are cool. Uh, they're about $50 a piece in box if you find them. Well, no. After listening to this show, they're going to go up to 150 Because <laughs> that secret level's bump. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sirius Entertainment did a four-issue mini-comic book series from 1996 to 1998, which is such a weird, like, length. Like, why didn't they all come out at once? But this makes it weirder. The first book, the number one issue, was completely in color. Like, from page, from the cover to the end, all in color. The other three issues were in black and white. So I don't know if they had... Uh, issues getting the book done and I don't know what the deal was but there's four issues three of them are in black and white except the cover and the other one's in full color yeah there is also a board game in 1996 called Primal Rage Rage of Yorth if you go looking at eBay for this uh, collectible item you're going to pay $150 to $200 sealed or at least complete, is what I was noticing. $150. At least. expensive board game. Now, there was a planned sequel to Primal Rage. Because it did good enough. It was popular enough. Yeah, we all heard rumors of it. Yes, you could find it in magazines and everything. There was a $2.9 million budget in 1995 for Fuck. the sequel. That's huge. Yeah. Now, they were going to change the gameplay up to where the gods... We're going to be banished from the world. But the avatars would fight in their place. And when you did special moves, you would temporarily turn into one of the god creatures again. So you wouldn't be Blizzard, but you'd be his avatar. So it'd be more or less make it more like Mortal Kombat. But then you would change into your... So it'd be more like Bloody Roar. Yes, yes. They also added new characters and a boss. And I think that boss was from the first game but they also ended up releasing two more action figures to the line so they were i mean they were like all in for this whole project you know they were they were really going to push boundaries with this game because remember the first game had 400 frames per character right yep this one was going to have 1200 to 2000 frames per Holy character fuck yeah and it was still all stop motion uh, still clay with the wireframe body. Like it was, nothing was going to change. 
The Atari higher-ups apparently got antsy and had their team send out test boards to arcades, but they were super buggy, and they were not ready for testing. But in 1996, Midway purchased Atari games, and I guess they were starting to hear rumors that they were not going to be able to complete this project. I mean, Midway already had Mortal Kombat. Like, they had the main competition for Primal Rage. Now, Primal Rage may have not have been Mortal Kombat's main competition, but, you know, that's Primal Rage's. So, for the most part, they started firing the people that were working on Primal oh, Rage. Fuck. And, uh, yeah, some of them, I can't remember which one. It was one of the lead guys. They ended up sitting at home and just saying, pay me or fire me. <laughs> and they wouldn't come to work or something. Something crazy like that. I may have gotten that a little wrong, but uh, anyways... Ultimately, Primal Rage 2 was canceled, and because of the pirate protection that was on the few boards that were out in the wild for testing, if you tried to emulate them or tried to play them illegally, it would like flip all the colors, and you couldn't actually play it. So no one was able to play it until 2014. Uh, there's an arcade called Galloping Ghost Arcade, and they had a fully running arcade version of it. And... Uh, you can now play it on an emulator, a MAME emulator, called MAME for Rage 2 as of 2017. So if you're looking to play this game, you actually can. And I think the creators kind of are okay with you playing it because, you know, they, they lost all the rights to it. And their game that they put so much work into never got to see the yeah, light of day. Which is a shame. So, it is, and honestly, it doesn't look terrible. I always hate when a game gets lost, but then it's cool when it gets resurfaced later on. Yeah, it's it's sad, but Rage 2 is never going to happen. Primal Rage 2 is never going to happen. And, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy All that... that they do with the animations, too? Fuck, man. Right, and, you know, now Warner Brothers owns it, and come on, they're never going to do anything with it. They're, they're so focused on the few properties that they actually keep releasing games for that they're not going to go dig into this back catalog anyways that's all the fun facts i have there's a lot well thanks for enlightening us toby yeah 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 now i'm gonna bring something to the table what are you gonna bring some rage it's time to motherfucking rage primal style is the rage meter we're gonna go one to ten on how pissed off this game made us how pissed off goobs so pissed off you're gonna get yourself encaptured in a tomb on the moon for being a fucking asshole and then you're gonna get exhumed years <laughs> later and then have some minions you're gonna fucking eat because that's rageful nice. to eat people it is rageful that's what i do when i get mad eat people okay Dahmer. <laughs> this is evidence against me in the future now <laughs> 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 I'd like to show you Exhibit A. <laughs> A podcast. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm going to go first this week. I, I'm very torn on this rage meter because <laughs> this game is hard as hell to master. And I just feel like with time, it may have changed my my feelings about it. But this is a like fresh play kind of kind of almost like a an official first playthrough because when i was a kid i was young and dumb right so let's just call this a first play 
the moves are damn near impossible to pull off, I feel like. And I think it's due to the lack of practice, like I was saying a second ago, but I don't know. I feel like the characters are very sluggish. I feel like sometimes they're not as quick as you... Quick yeah, as other, not as responsive as you want them to be. Yes, other fighting games have a little quicker response in this game. Uh, I, I could be really wrong, but it just felt that way to me. Uh, and I also felt like the hitboxes were off just slightly. There'd be some times where I, I would be like, I felt like that connected. Why did did they just whoop my ass? I could be wrong about that. That too. It just you what it reminded me of was was Clay Fighter. When we played Clay Fighter, it was like sluggish and kind yeah, of wonky like that. to do with the claymation, right? Maybe, and I thought of that too. Well, they had to take some sprites away, right? Like you were saying before, they didn't have many sprites as they did in the arcade version, so that might have something to do with it. Yeah, that's yeah, that could be too. Um, yeah, my biggest complaint is the goddamn manual and how they change all the buttons, the names, and making it more complicated than it fucking had to be like it it i i was so pissed off trying to figure out the moves so i was like oh i'm just gonna look this shit up and when i looked it up it didn't make it any easier and i was on the internet in the future of this game and i was still having trouble pulling off the moves because i didn't understand hold down buttons first then use the d-pad yeah we understand trying to be different to stand out because you want to be you want your your property to be different than everything else, but it's not the way to do it, boys. <laughs> Fucking Jeff. <laughs> now, this this one comes because of my own um, eagerness, but I, this pissed me off, too. The amount of stuff that I ended up researching because of this episode, like researching Atari games and figuring out what happened there, researching what happened with Primal Rage 2, it's my fault, but that still pissed me off because I did so much extra work and watching videos and reading articles and stuff than I had to. Uh, but I did find it all interesting, so I'm not that pissed. I just wanted to toss it in there that it, it did. I was like, oh, shit, now I got to figure out what the fuck Atari games is. Why is this different than Atari uh, yeah, I'm gonna give the rage on this one a six point five overall, though just just because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very rageful. Yeah, the controls are a fucking mess to try to do some moves in here. Combos are hard to pull off as well. Same with the fatalities. Good luck. They are possible. They can happen, but it's few and far between for me. Even trying to eat your minions, that was pretty hard to do. Again, possible, but you can't just do it like all the time. Maybe I just suck at this game, or we both suck at this game. The music could be a little bit better for my tasting. Like Toby was saying, the chanting gets a little bit too much at times. Oh, just the overall difficulty as well in this game. It starts you off at a 10. <laughs> yeah. And that's supposed to be normal in the... You'll get your ass fucking whooped. So I suggest taking it down a little bit first to get yourself used to the game, then ramp up the difficulty. Right. Because if you go, if you make it to the the boss fight mode or the boss brush mode where you're fighting fucking everyone all over again, you're going to get your ass handed to you. And also fuck that mode. It's, it's hard as fuck. When you get there, you got to be on your shit or else you get handed shit where people will throw shit on you. <laughs> there is a monkey. 
piss Wait. on you. <laughs> yeah, overall, uh, I'm gonna give it a seven. Okay. It's it's a it's a little bit tough. A seven point five. I had a little bit of a challenging <laughs> time with it. It makes you want to scream at your television a little bit, especially when you consider yourself decent at fighting games and you grab a hold of this for the first time. It puts you in your place. I really think it's just because of the button commands and and trying to do the special attacks. I think that's where it's confusing to us and frustrating the most. It's not like other fighting games. How about we move on to the overall rating? We're going to give this a 1 to 10 on what we think overall. Uh, 1 being it's absolutely garbage. 10 being uh, we loved it. It was the best game we ever played in our whole freaking lives. Now, Goobs, I want you to remember, since this is New Year New Challengers Month, last week we set the bar at 5. We gave Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for Sega Genesis a 5. So that's our standard. When you rate this, because you're going first, is it better or worse than Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for Sega Genesis? Oh, shit. <laughs> Remember, that was our, like, we were like, we both agreed. Yeah, that's about a five. <laughs> so, it's all yours. Go for it, baby. Oh, well, we'll start off with a, a positive here, because that's what we're supposed to do. I, I enjoyed the characters. They're cool. Like, sure... Two of them were just pretty much repaints of each other, with a little bit different, but they're they're pretty much the same. But I don't mind that. There's they're different enough, and their moves are different. Fucking one one poops and farts on you, <laughs> or pukes and farts on you. So that, that wins. Not having the little minions running around below you. I like that. They're just like running around frantically, and you can smack them around, play some ping pong with them if you really want to. <laughs> the levels are pretty good. And there's uh, multiple levels, not just a park. <laughs> oh, sorry, the a bridge. bridge. Yeah, bridge. <laughs> so that's uh, that's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, there's not really too much to talk about. I'm gonna rate it a little bit better than Power Rangers for myself. Okay. Even though the controls are fucked, uh, it still has some fun going to it, and it has more than two buttons. So I'm gonna give it a <laughs> five point five. Damn. Okay. So, for me, this game really is unique. It's it's different. <laughs> I can say that much. It is very different than most fighting games because you are these giant monsters, your dinosaurs, your apes, whatever. It's it's got a unique style to it, even with the buttons, even if that's for the be- the better or the fir- for the worse. It's unique. Uh, I really like the art style, even if it is a little dumbed down for the arc from the arcade version. Uh, but that's for space. I understand that, but I still liked the the character designs. The idea of this game was really neat and different from what everyone else was doing at the time. So, uh, you know, it wasn't like a direct copy of Mortal Kombat where or, or Street Fighter, where oh, there's a tournament. Like, no, this is like the gods, and they're trying to be dominant for Earth. It's still a copy, but, you know, giant monsters. (laughs) Uh, Some of the fatalities are pretty cool. The health meters alone, the health meters were way more badass than any of the other fighters that were going around at the time. Uh, I forgot to mention that, yeah. Yeah, the beating hearts. Uh, Even the dizzy meter with your brain. Yeah. 
the game had good, a really good presentation, and as for the gameplay, I just don't think it holds up really. <laughs> like I said, the controls seemed sluggish. It was too different. The the fighting button mechanics aren't supposed to be like that. <laughs> uh, there's a standard, and it was set with Street Fighter, and it's been carried on through Mortal Kombat. And yes, you can change up the fighting mechanics a little bit, but I feel like this was way too drastic. And I don't... There, there might be other fighting games that are like this. I just... They weren't on my radar because this is just not the style of buttons I would want for my game. Ah, the music. Mm. If I'm meditating, I would I would listen to the music or something, but I don't meditate, so I'm not going to listen to this music is what I'm saying. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be with you on the 5.5. I think this is a little more fun than the Power Ranger game just because you did have extra levels. You did have more unique characters that you could play as. Uh, so... It just wasn't great. Like, I like the buttons a lot better in Power Rangers, even though there's only two buttons. <laughs> you know? But this one was definitely way more unique. So, uh, with our scores combined, Goobs, we are giving it a 5.5 overall. There we go. I feel like we just pissed all over. We just chaos pissed all over the Power Rangers game, though. Yeah, we just glory hold it. Not glory hold, we just glory sh- golden showered it. Jesus Christ. Finish him. All right, this is the end of the show. We're going to wrap everything up. But before we do that, we're going to shout out our patrons. Hell yeah. We want to say before we get to the shadows, we love you and thank you very much for your support. You keep us going. You keep our meteor heading towards Earth. I'm trying something new every episode where I'm it's instead of saying <laughs> keeping the lights on, I'm trying to keep it with the theme of the game. <laughs> I don't you haven't noticed it yet, but that's the first time I I fucking just failed. <laughs> Keep worshiping us so we stay gods. There we go. That's what I should have said. Something like that. Anyways, <laughs> you go to patreon.com slash badsecretmedia. Uh you can support the show for as low as one dollar and get a bunch of extra content that we have up there. We do a bunch of extra stuff and uh yeah, sometimes it's fun, sometimes it's it's a mess, but it's still fun. <laughs> yeah, there's tons and tons of extra content on there. Yes. Uh, so, again, patreon.com slash badsecretmedia. Goobs, you usually come up with a theme. What kind of theme are are, are patrons that we're shouting out Well, since have? we're talking about giant gods, let's lose some mythical creatures. Hmm. All right. Well, to kick us off, we've got Wolfman. He's the Bray Road Beast. Nice. He's a werewolf-like creature. What about the masked llama? The masked llama is a senator. Senator. What about Chris Copleen? Chris Copleen is a doppelganger. Martin Long. Echidna. Or Chanda. <laughs> Go listen to the Sonic 3 episode. Uh, what about the Berg? He's a gnome. Hero to millions. The Gorgon. What about Obreon? He is... An imp. What about Gilby Tox? Uh, a manticorn. What about Fat Shags? He can be Mothman. Have you ever seen the Mothman's uh, statue with the ass on it? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Gasper. A Pegasus. Level one noob. A sea goat. <laughs> Paprika. Yeah, a Sphinx. Last but not least, Riku. Sasquatch. 
<laughs> and those are our lovely patrons. Again, you go to patreon.com slash badsecretmedia, or you can go to badsecretmedia.com and find the Patreon links there or links to all the other stuff. We do have a Twitter and Instagram at Secret Levels Pod. We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group, so you can join that. Uh, we also have our own Instagram and Twitter, Goobs, don't we? Yes, we do. I'm at GoobsWN. Where are you, Toby? I'm at Toby Von Doom. So you can follow us and uh, chit-chat with us on social media, but if there's, a, there's a slightly easier place to chit-chat with us, Goobs. Yeah, there is. Come join our motherfucking Discord. It's very easy to join. The link is in the show notes below, and uh, it's a fun little place to come hang. You can talk to me and Toby. We're on there quite a bit. Sometimes Toby's in a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the splish and splash, and you know Toby's in chat. Yeah. Uh, it's just an app that you can download on your phone. It's very easy to navigate, and if you have any issues, uh, we're we're you can ask us. We're easy going. We're Yeah, we have a very great family in there. We're more than friends. We are family. Come be a part of the family, and everyone will give you a nice, big, warm welcome. We talk about video games, pop culture, pop culture, whole bunch of other shit too. Yeah, just come in and have a lot of fun there. Yep, it's a good old time. Yeah, it's a good, safe place where everyone's very respectable. Yep. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we have, Goobs? Well, we have some other things too. We would like you to do to help us out. What's that? You can uh, rate us on Spotify and or iTunes. Yep. You can rate us whatever you want. Whatever you deem the thick boys should be. I suggest five stars. Help us move up those fucking ratings. Let's get people. Let's get more ears on the show. That'd be yeah. fucking great. That'd be awesome. And you can also support us by going to tpublic.com slash user slash secret levels. Get one of our beautiful t-shirts and put them on one of your beautiful chests. That's right. Uh, and every shirt or item that you buy from our store we get a little kickback from it, which goes back into supporting the show for hosting fees and all the other BS that we do. Sometimes it's actual games for the show, like a certain game that's coming up in the future. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I love teasing it. I, I love just holding it over your head and being like, here it is. Here it is, goobs. You know it's coming one day. But when? <laughs> one day. One day. It'll One be day, cool. Toby. That'll be the last show we ever record. <laughs> Don't like, say Fuck that. Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> Is it going to be like a meteor hitting the earth and causing everything to end? No, just my rage is going to cause the world to explode, Toby. <laughs> it happens. I'll just be like, ah, fuck. And then it'll actually be. Then you'll just hear the voice of God go, Game over, folks. I hate Secret Levels podcast. Get ready to erupt into a primal rage. But be warned, these guys don't just kick butt, they slam it, crush it, and trash it. And now they're even bigger. Tasty follower figures take a bite out of their killer appetite. Now even more rage is in your hands with Primal Rage and Super Rage action figures from Playmates.